0: Hello,
1: there. Hello. How <laughs> are you?
0: Um. That that is Katie and I'm Lily. <laughs> okay. Um.
2: That was we smashed that. Yeah, we smashed we, that. We
3: it, it. Especially you know when Katie came in, I was like, yeah. <laughs>
2: Always Perfect. the tone of surprise.
3: <laughs> well done. <laughs> Well done. Thanks. Uh, Thanks. uh, Thank you. um, I really went for it on the accent. (laughs) You you did. You did. It was perfect. It was perfect. Um, So, by the way, uh, that's Tinneth, who was me, and that's Elliot, who was Katie. Uh, I'm not going to point because I'm sure it's different on all sides. So, they are somewhere on the screen. (laughs) There we go. Uh, and, And just somewhere. The names are on the... that you can see. yeah, the, you can figure it out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then we have we have Katie, the real Katie, and Hi. and and the real me. I'm a real boy, Dad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Who knew?
3: Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Uh, Katie, do you want to introduce our lovely podcast? I can do that. Hi everyone. Hi guys. Welcome to all the films we judge.
4: Oh fuck! <laughs>
3: <laughs> Elliot, do you want to take over? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I probably should. Yeah, you, should. Do, it. Key. you do, do it. You do it. You did. Hi, everyone. Welcome to all the films we have judged before. Today, we are talking about Andor. You've probably seen it in the title. But on this podcast, we chat everything, film, TV, whatever is wonderful and weird. And we, well, I mean, I say that we judge it. We don't really judge it. So, Well, sometimes we judge it. But a lot of the times we love it. That was good. That was quite
4: nice. That was is this is nice. really good. Yeah. There's a lot more in there than I usually yes. do. But also, i really easy. That's the week. Hey, we've got Finn
3: and Elliot with us. Woo! Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's let's go. The well guests. done. Well done. Uh, but um, sorry to correct you, but we actually are going to talk about Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh,
4: yeah. <gasps> oh,
3: yeah. My time to shine. <laughs> yes. <Okay. laughs> I've definitely seen it. <laughs>
0: I
4: have definitely seen it. I mean it's TV, your favorite show. This is whole bit. <laughs> I've definitely I know not cut through the channels.
2: <laughs> I know... Having my breakfast.
0: Yes. I think I think Peter Boyle is on it. That that's <laughs> the extent of my knowledge. I don't I, I know the show very well. Clearly. I'm pretty I, sure I... I
4: saw Everybody Loves Raymond on a streaming service recently and I went, well. No. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I feel like I saw it on like Disney Plus or something weird. It, it, it kind of popped oh. up it was like i don't know yeah well i guess i have no excuse now
0: i have to watch <laughs> every single episode yeah. 210 <laughs> episodes uh-huh. yep you
3: sure do that's um, the for next time yeah all right should we End get <laughs> should... <laughs> jokes aside jokes aside we have a very important topic to talk about <laughs> serious uh, business. it's serious business uh that's why the guys are here uh, mm-hmm. Because you know, Star Wars. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's let's uh, actually talk about the topic we have for today, which is Andor. Andor uh, that just finished its run on Disney Plus for the first season, and uh, we are here to review it, discuss it, do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we're just gonna ri- just jump right into it, and we're gonna start with the first question of: What are your thoughts of it? Just all together, like all in all, just quickly give a quick review of what did you think, and we're gonna start with Tinnet. Uh, you know, it was, it was pretty good. I, I <laughs> <liked>. <laughs> no, it,
0: it, it, I mean, come on, it, it's amazing. It, it ruled, it's, it's amazing for everyone. You know, every single reason people say this, it's fucking
3: banger TV, <laughs> incredible fair stuff. Fair, fair, Elliot.
2: Yeah, I mean, it is easily the strongest Star Wars TV show. I'm gonna say live action for now because I, I'm worried about recency bias and my feelings towards Star Wars Rebels. But I yeah, I think certainly live action wise, it's it's the best Star Wars have had to offer on the TV front thus far. And in terms of overall, it's it's so far high up that list when you know you add in the films as well. If you haven't watched it yet. Watch Andor. I don't know what you're doing, not watching it.
4: It's really interesting actually. The views for Andor have been comparatively really low. People are yeah. watching it, which is insane. Because it's the best thing to adip- i my opinion. People... Somebody who hasn't really been enjoying Star Wars that much for a while, it's the best thing Star Wars has done.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Straight up.
3: Fair. That's a fair point. So I I do I even ask you, Katie? <laughs> That, that's my thoughts <laughs> that's, that's that's your thoughts. thoughts okay <laughs> okay okay fair 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 uh yeah it's pretty damn good uh let's be fair I'm not gonna say it's well I do agree but I also love Mando so you know for me it's like Mando and Endor. just mm. love them uh Obviously two very different Star Wars approaches. Uh so we're not even gonna compare them because that's not really point to it. Um but we're gonna we're gonna go in the deep uh to actually get to the point, which is very hard to guess because Katie wrote like a four-page long guess. I'm not on gonna it.
4: write it really it literally it was a word vomit. I was just like I you went You are
2: to the mimic see... of this group.
4: Yes. Literally <laughs> as I was writing it I got part of the way through and I went, I'm writing mimic man, <laughs> <NIMIC's> man. <laughs> that feels something like what's happening right now. Um I don't I don't want it. it's a, it's a it's just it's just a mess. But I came out of um seeing Glass Onion yesterday um which was great by the way. Oh, yeah. if you can get to okay, see it so within good. this week that it's out but I would recommend it's definitely worth going to the cinema for um I and I went to this little cafe sort of thing nearby mm. I told Dennis about it he went to go I went to the it was the El Campo lounge um and I sat down and I had myself some food and I asked the waiter for a pen because I forgot mine <laughs> and I sat and I just like rambled for like several pages about because I was like I need to figure out how to put my thoughts into words, because otherwise this entire podcast would just be me going. Ah.
3: <laughs> it didn't really work, but I'll figure it out anyway. See, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I I have. Let's let's uh, look at the things that might have been wrong with it, if there was any. Like, can you think of something that you didn't like?
2: I mean, there's there's only one minor thing, and it, I think it was a lot of people's like one tiny thing they could have done a little more of and that was just having more alien species in there I think it was very very human heavy which was a bit of a shame considering especially considering the budget of the show already Mm. you would have thought they could have got a few more alien species in there but I think I think that's kind of a nitpick of Star Wars a bit anyway and I know it was something that George Lucas always wished he had gotten more of in the original trilogy as well which is why in those special editions you see things added in a bit more But yeah, I mean, you know. Not
1: necessarily
2: well. Yes, not necessarily well. (laughs) But it's, you know, I think for me, that's a tiny gripe. um, Tiny, bordering, moderate gripe.
3: Fair, fair. Dinette or Katie, anything?
0: I still need to come up with things. (laughs) You don't need to come up (laughs) with anything. You could just
3: say it's
4: great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean. Because it's hard because, like, I love so much of it That's hard to come mm-hmm. up with negative stuff because it's just, I don't know. I mean, there are, you know, little things here and there, I suppose. Like, I guess it's mostly just kind of um, structural things with, like, some of the characters, I guess, kind of taking a backseat more so than others. Like, I think Cyril, my boy, <laughs> does take a bit of a heavy backseat for most of the season, which I kind of get. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. He spends a lot of time eating cereal when he could have been doing stuff. So I don't know. That sort of stuff is a little bit wonky, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Other than that, like, I still love it.
4: There's Yeah, the only things I would say are things that I'm reticent to, like, complain about because it's the first Mm -hmm. season and I feel like they have a whole load of time for that second season to address a lot of this stuff. It's Mm -hmm. things, for me, like, I did feel a bit like the, um, Cassian's like backstory got a little dropped as it went on because like the yeah. opening to the, yeah, the show yeah. is him trying to find his sister and then it kind of understandably goes away because other yeah. things yeah. take precedent and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I don't think that they've quite discussed enough the fact that he was stolen from his home and yeah. the like ramifications of that. But I also feel like that there's space for that sort of complexity to also come in in season two so i'm a bit like i don't really want to you know say it's bad it's just like it, i feel like it's something that does need to be addressed at some point and i hope that they do hmm. that's
2: it Josh, i really is- forgot about that that opening storyline of him finding his sister i completely forgot it. the yeah. first
4: <laughs> sequence is him. yeah, on yeah it is yeah yeah. yeah trying
3: to find his sister it's a catalyst Jeez. for the whole rest of the show of kind of disappears.
2: Neck, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: uh, what do we think about the argument that uh, it shouldn't be titled "Ender" because you know uh, people are saying that it wasn't really his TV show, TV series. Well, they're wrong because it is
4: his show. It's just that he's not in it as much as I think people were expecting him to be. Yeah.
3: So we don't agree. No. <laughs> No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. I
2: mean, all all roads still led, still led north. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Okay. Okay. That was. I would argue that Andor uh, covers um, not just Cassian but Marva as well.
0: Yeah, and like one of my favorite things was like the addition of new characters because mm. you know, there are so many you know, compelling arcs and
4: you know
3: complexities to everybody.
0: Mm. Like yeah. I don't. Know, I just I like the balance that they struck.
4: Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: All right, let's Did get you... into the good stuff. Hang um, on a second. Did you have anything yes. that you wanted to that that was like a gripe of yours? It was. <laughs> it was because uh, there were times when I was like, "Is this really about him?" Like, you know, I we do get back to him uh, from time to time, and and you know, obviously, everyone is looking for him. Uh, but at times, it felt like like you know, where is the main character of the show that you know we used the title, his name, we used his name as a title and everything, and and sometimes it felt like that we didn't get as much of him as I would have liked. As much as I loved all the storylines, I, I felt like it wasn't in balance, I would say. I you know When I get a show, that, that was our critic with Book of Boba Fett, obviously, mm. uh, and when I get a show that is titled after uh, someone, I'm like, then, yeah. you know, I'd yeah. argue that in this
4: instance I did feel it occasionally where I was kind of like okay but I kind of would like to see more Cassian but yeah. I feel like Cassian is a character because he's a spy he kind of exists kind of back from the front line he's not the hero he's just the, the sort of fulcrum of the entire piece mm-hmm. he, he could, everything swings on him even mm-hmm. if he's not out front and center doing stuff loudly um and I think the show kind of reflects that in that yes he's not like on screen all the time but it's all it's... about him
3: yeah, yeah yeah it's not even like you know being on screen uh, all the time but you know as you said it as well like they start with that backstory and then it just disappears like I don't really understand then why did we need it then. I'm sure it's going to come back in season two, or at least I. Well, I mean, myself. it was it was
2: a it was a start point. I think, as Katie said, because um, you know him in that bar and and around that that area looking for his sister meant that he killed the two cops, which meant then Cyril went after him, which meant then Luthan heard about him, which you know, and it kind of all spiraled from there. So yeah. I kind of I get what you're saying, but yeah, I mean, Katie was right in saying how. That, that starting objective spiralled the rest of the show due to the actions that took over. But I think also, and, you, and you're right, in that we had that similar gripe with Book of Boba Fett. And I think with Book of Boba Fett, I'm still trying to figure out how those Mando episodes, bar them arriving on Tatooine to help Bob, Bob, Boba Fett, not, it didn't really advance the character of Boba Fett. Whereas I think when you when when every character in andor you look at Cyril and you look at Deirdre, they were both after Andor like it hmm. was Cyril's one motivation was to find Andor, yeah, so I yeah. kind of think that it <laughs> you know it still kind of links back in do you know what I mean
0: mm. yeah, yeah yeah but no, i I, but I agree with, one kind of
2: but but I also <laughs> I also then do agree with you that hopefully season two does pick back up on Andor trying to find his sister
4: yeah. i don't, I don't even necessarily need him to like be actively looking for his sister i just want them to address it because i feel like yeah. Even yeah, if yeah. they just yeah. had a, like a conversation where he's like because th- there is a throwaway line from someone i can't remember who who basically goes you got to stop she's dead yeah 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 like, yeah yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. and, that's and i would like and- like a, like, a uh, like an acknowledgement on his behalf of going i recognize now that there's no yeah. point looking for her i also don't think that there would be any need for her to come into the story at
3: all at this point um, oh, obviously, but you know, like, given the fact that he he goes back uh, once he hears that you know his mother is dead, mm. uh, I don't think that he would just leave the whole sister thing behind because someone said that like you know she's gone, you should forget about her. And no, and he's I, like I, yeah, okay, <laughs> like you no, know, I it,
4: I I don't mean it like that so much. I just mean like other things have taken importance to him, or he's like something something has made him it like the events that have taken place in the story so far i think would be enough for, for him to to kind of clear any fog on like or hope for, on that front I mean, hope feels like a, a, a mean way of putting it but like just like a, a sense of like oh here we are in reality everything's shit actually here and i have there, there are people around me where i can be doing things in the present moment yeah. instead of chasing something from the past
3: um, I'd Obviously, also, but you know, I don't yeah. think he would leave it like that. That's what I'm no. trying to get at. No, like no, no, it's, no, it's based on his whole personality and everything in the show, and, uh, it's and he doesn't leave it behind. You know, I I feel like that they need to address this somehow in season two more mm-hmm. because I I don't think he would just be like, oh yeah, she's probably not worth it. Like fuck it, I don't think that that that's a him thing. So yeah, no, let's don't... hope so. Uh, Tennet, any thoughts? Uh, just in general uh, just in general yeah i have, <laughs> I have a couple of
0: thoughts um i mean i don't know i feel like the whole sister thing was like it was it was interesting it was an interesting bit of you know character stuff for him but i think ultimately I mean, he was a child and he was taken away yeah and like you know 10 15 years past so i mean i think it's more him holding on to his past rather than like an active like you know thing that they're setting up for season two more than like you know cause like, I mean, It could be, you know, they could bring her in, but I feel like it's more just a case of him, you know, constantly being on the move and never, you know, having a place to settle down. Mm. Um, And yeah, just like, you know, because like that's this whole thing, right? Is that, you know, he's constantly having to look after himself. Um, And then gradually that kind of ties into his, you know, path into becoming a rebel and like over the course of the season. And also, you know, probably season two and then into Rogue One. Um, So, I mean, I like the sister stuff, but yeah, that's kind of my sort of viewpoint on that. It, it's just like, not, to me, style important. I guess
4: represents home, really. In, in, in uh, overall, mm. and he doesn't really have one. I mean, I know he like he lives on Ferex and, and all that stuff, but he's kind of gotten so many things taken away from him in terms of his identity. Like he he can't even say that he's actually from. He's actually Kanari. Yeah. Um. Uh. The, the his home when he was there was ravaged and ruined already and mm-hmm. then he was taken away from it to with people he didn't know who did eventually become his family but like he's always presented as sort of the outsider on the whole thing and he he there's nothing stable for him to kind of keep feet on um so i think that that the whole opening uh you know three episodes is mostly about introducing that concept that yeah. this is a man who doesn't really have anything I mean he does have things, but they're not they're kind of oh, I don't want the word They're in like flux, I guess. They're in flux. That's probably a good way of putting it. Yeah. He they're like um they're not entirely stable. Um yeah. they're important and they're, they're real and, and all that sort of stuff, but they're they're not um deeply rooted as it is like like Marva is so deeply rooted in Ferrex. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um he doesn't have quite so many deep roots he has them in people he doesn't really have them in places i think that's probably a better way of putting it yeah, yeah. That's,
3: that's five points all right let's jump on to the good stuff which is, <laughs> which is the <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> just everything just everything um um i don't really have any questions i'm more interested in like general what they'd be really like and you know whatever you want to point out i would just you I mean, just leave it up to the crowd that we have well, here tonight. I was
4: thinking we could talk about it in like sets of like the arcs because there's a couple, there's like yeah. I have about five arcs in the show three big ones and then a couple of small ones. Um, so we got the first arc, which I referred to as Ferex, and then I put escape in brackets, so that's episode <laughs> one, two, three, three, where it's basically him trying to get off Ferex and, and and you know get away. Um, and then I have Aldani, obviously, which is four through six. Mm. I have Fallout, which is just episode seven, which arguably is the beginning of the Narkeena um arc, but I think is is separate. I think it stands on its own. Um and then you have the Arkina sorry, Narkina? <laughs> Narkina five arc, which is um eps uh, eight through ten. Um in my opinion, the best arc. <laughs> it is the best arc. Um and then uh uh the final one, return, Marvel's funeral in brackets, eleven through twelve. Um so we could, if we wanted to structure it in any way, I feel like this is probably the easiest way. We could start with uh, uh, all the setup, which I think we kind of went over just now, to be honest. But if anybody else yeah. has anything else to say about that, those opening three episodes, I did the one of the criticisms that I did see online was the idea that those first three episodes were quite slow, mm-hmm. which I don't agree with. Yeah, no, I think comparatively <sighs> speaking, they feel a bit slow because so much stuff happens there on, but I think they're appropriately placed for the beginning of the story because they are sort of set up and you need set up in order to fully, yeah. really, um, you know, follow through with your your action in storytelling. But um, thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> well, I
2: think you're right. And I think they, they play an important setup for a couple of reasons. Mm. Um, reason number one is it's setting up the Cassian that we're involved with right now because obviously the only version we've seen of the character is this rebel spy who is just is just ready to do whatever needs to be done in order to get the mission the mission accomplished but then turns you know kind of full all right let's lead a rebellion hope is on our side sort of guy you know he has that mini arc there in Rogue One but I think it's kind of important to see that know he's just he's just a guy that that wants to find his sister and and uh yeah he's that will to kill is is always is is kind of already there like he's he's more than happy to do that if it if if it needs be it's 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 an almost lawless galaxy at the moment while the empire are taking over so um, yeah, and then I think also the the second thing that it sets up well is is just the structuring of the show on a whole that yeah. you know we're we're not just going to go into an episode, um, you know, like with Aldani, we're not just going to go into Aldani and, and the heist is immediately. No, no, no. We yeah. we've, we've got to set the heist up. You you need to understand who these people are that are going to be on the heist. You need to understand what their plan is, so that when the plan goes wrong, you you you're you're, you're with them in the urgency of oh crap, what do we do? Yeah. So I think I think that that, that that opening arc does a good job of just yeah setting Andor up and setting and setting Andor up.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so <Sorry>, true. <Drew. laughs>
0: fine. that's fair. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, because I was thinking like when I saw you know those criticisms come up about the first three episodes, I was like, really? Like the idea that you know people would find the you know the whole arc kind of slow um, because it's like I mean compared to like you know most i guess star wars shows like maybe it is a bit slow but i mean it's a 12 episode series and like you know each thing is split into arcs which granted you know if you don't know that going in that you know the first three episodes are one big story arc then maybe it's a bit weird and confusing but um even still like i loved just like getting kind of immersed in the world with the characters and you know actually feeling the world right because like what sets this show mm-hmm. apart for me is just, like, the tactile nature of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, filmed on location. Like, you know, I mean, obviously they're CGI, but, like, that stuff is kind of, you know, it's not, like, the priority. It's not the focus. It, the focus is on the characters and the real sets and whatever's, you know, whatever keeps, like, the audience kind of focus in on on the important stuff. Um, and just, like, you know, like, I loved the opening scene in the rain, you know, like, on that planet. Um, you know, because you just, you just feel how tense it is for Andor, for everybody involved. Um, and that feeling I like, carries across not just like the first three episodes, but like the entire season. Mm. And I just I loved just like the depth of the show in that regard as well. So yeah. And then and everything goes up. to shit in episode three. <laughs>
4: it does. It's yeah. awesome. But that's 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 what you want, right? It's like yeah. I think people um mistake slow for quiet. And I don't yeah. think quiet is bad. Um, because I think quiet you can have time to kind of get your roots in, as you said, kind of feel the tactile nature of this. I think I I read a, a thing from the apparently the production designer uh, came at the whole, you know, design of the show from the perspective of somebody doing a period drama, as opposed to trying to like make sci-fi. So it all feels very much like, and it's, it's one of the, I remember I had this, one of the, my massive gripes with the, the Cowboy people right? Um, uh, live action series It's that like the whole thing just felt cheap like none of it felt like it was like it felt like people who put a bunch of stuff in for a set as opposed to like mm. a place where people live this feels like a place where people live like, there was like you i've defined myself multiple times being like oh this just like the the suspension of disbelief is so easy because uh, everything feels so like real and and tactile mm. as, as you said um yeah i didn't just uh, genuine just gen yeah, genuine yeah. for sure.
3: Hey Lily, you got any thoughts? I mean, I, I think you already said everything, so I just agree, to be fair with 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 all of it. But uh, I did feel like it was a bit slower than the rest. But uh, oh, it's not I... works, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind it at all. But like, how I don't do mind feel about
4: Tim. Listen, I if you <laughs> if you give people <laughs> snitches, get yeah, what's coming to them.
1: <laughs> Dude,
3: that's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I, I know like I think that's what they tried to do is that like, you know, uh because he for me he clearly does it out of jealousy. Oh, um, oh he
4: does it out of jealousy and what I think kind of is a twisted form of
3: care because he thinks he's protecting her. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it's like you know, I was instantly like, "Oh, I hate you so much!" <laughs> 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 like, "Fuck you, Tim." Uh, I still was a bit shook by the fact that they just killed him. Like, you know, all said uh, and done, what? and out oh, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, "Yeah, I that's another oh, thing about oh, the show." Okay, okay, yeah, all right. Characters yeah. just die. Yeah, like, yeah. it's, it's
0: yeah. very dark, but it's it's real.
4: Yeah, the the all of the shots of the the like um, anything anybody who gets shot. Is like it's really because it's like it's one shot and they're just dead and that's it. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> like that girl in on um, Canary I was like, holy shit! Uh-huh. Like that, that was sad, but yeah, it was it was very. real and do think, I do have a question. Just this is like a, a um structural thing, and I'm just to admit, I was it was the thing I was a little confused about, and I didn't know if I was like misinterpreting it. They mentioned the mining disaster on 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 um mm. uh, as part of the reason why. Yeah, everything kind of blew up there, and then they also reference that everybody died. Are those two different things? Because it feels like there was because it was clearly a mining planet, but the mine, like the quarry that you see, is clearly abandoned. So it seems Mm -hmm. like everything blew up beforehand, and then there was this second incident where this ship came down, and then uh, they tried to strip it, but. uh, the one of them died, and then he stays to you know smash the place to pieces, um, and then he gets taken by Clem and, and Marva because it clearly the Empire is coming back to get it. And then was there the genocide of the rest of their people? I, just, I that lost me a little bit. I was a bit confused by the timeline. I, yeah, I have no it idea. It's a bit confusing. Yeah,
3: it is a bit. Um, okay, um, like,
4: as long as I wasn't just being silly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did see a
0: theory that like all of the like the whole tribe are children of the miners there. See, this is like, what I was they thinking done. yeah it but seems they didn't like, like they... outright confirm it which...
4: no and I don't think that's such a bad thing because the show's yeah, clearly yeah. doing it it's eff- making an effort to not just like spell things out for the audience. But the impression that I did get was that these are all kids who were the children of the miners and that whatever mining um, catastrophe happened killed all of the adults and then they all had to look after themselves and then the second thing happened and they came back and killed everybody else essentially. But, but I don't it's know. also
0: like I think it takes place during the Republic era, so even that that you know makes things more confusing. Honestly, it's like wait, hang on. So this is the Republic that did this. Um, so I don't know, but I'm sure there'll Maybe be a dancers. book somewhere that explains it.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'll also, be too emo.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Best character. Uh, Katie, let's jump ahead. Mm-hmm. Aldani. 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 What
2: do you think of <laughs> <laughs> so I I I loved Eldani because I think it did it, it did a lot of things brilliantly a the slow burn that we've talked about but it 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 really introduced us to this new set of characters as well because especially what happens to a lot of them you <clears throat> a lot of other TV shows could easily throw those characters away very easily yeah. and yet we care about Nimek. I mean, Nimek, I think, was kind of the standout secondary mm-hmm. character from that arc. Oh, yeah. I mean, both Vel and Cinta and, and, and are great. I think they're both both great characters. Vel, especially, like, the double life she leads, I think, was really interesting.
4: And the, but, uh, the conflict in her about that, because yeah. she's so on board with the Rebellion, but she's also, like,
2: I have, hired. I have, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is it, and, and you know, and she has she has privilege, and, and she has privilege through her, through her family, which we later find out as well. Which mm-hmm. I thought was a wonderful twist.
4: Yeah, it was good.
2: Um, <laughs> but 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 Nimec somehow just I I I think what this show does really well, and it and it began to be, and it be, and it really was drawn out in the Aldani arc, was just capturing how different people feel about fascism
1: mm-hmm.
2: and about. And 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 the lengths that they're willing to go for it as well. The fact that Nimek, he's not just there to to rob to 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 take part in this heist. He's written a whole manifesto. He's already thinking past this heist. He's already thinking what is the larger picture? How do we, you know, the you know this is what's happening. These are the ways that we can take it down. This is what it feeds on. This is how it will implode on itself. Like everything is kind. He's already having all these thoughts, and I just think that was really wonderful. And it's just speaks to the larger world and then we see a lot of those things get drawn out more when we go to the prison um and how everyone feels there you know and how kino is in opposition but everyone else is like oh yeah but we could do something if we wanted to and 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 that starts now in aldani and then one other thing i think is that having the empire building their structures on on spiritual land on land that does belong to someone else and you know when you have people online that are like, "No, Star Wars isn't political. It doesn't do any of that." Blah 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 blah. Where you know when Return of the Jedi was literally just like, "Here's the Vietnam War," mm. and and you know, and 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 Tony Gilroy's doing that again. He's picking straight straight up where Lucas left off, and and you know, building on sacred lands, and 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 the way that they're just like, "Oh yeah, they'll do their silly ritual, and we'll just let them do it," and yeah, then they'll then they left off and then we'll see them again next year. And I just think that was, it just showed the pompous nature of the empire right. and the arrogance that when the heist, you know, when they pull the heist off, you're just like, of course they pulled the heist off because the empire would never think anyone would actually do that. Which and is that
4: is- what gets set up at the end of the, the first arc where, where yeah. it the sort of like, well, how did you do this? He goes, I just walked in they so yeah. up themselves they don't recognize yeah. when someone like me gets in there <laughs> like yeah yeah literally, yeah
2: literally and it's and 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 and, and that goes back to 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 a new hope the fact that that you know the rebels launch x-wings and y-wings against the death star and the empire are like it's just some stunt fighters like we'll just swap them down and and we'll go blow this planet up easy no worries um it just it just aldani for me was the start of by the way this is this is what George Lucas was doing <laughs> and now yeah. we're doing it in the 21st century
4: mm-hmm. one of my little uh, season highlights I wrote down was seeing the eye and then and the representation of yep. the natives because I think it's really it, it's quite important that natives themselves when they are actually represented on screen are so um they're, they're treated with such respect by the story by the filmmaking. Yeah. like they, they, the empire are making fun of them but the, the film the filmmaking and everything we see of them is decidedly done with respect and a lot of mm-hmm. reverence for the things that they're clearly like they, they, this is a massive pilgrimage that they go on every um seven years or something like that wasn't it i can't remember yeah, specifically remember. um um and it really, it really shows that with a lot of, and it, it's the face it's them weeping, is the, there's it goes across the sky mm. and all that sort of stuff that I found it very moving, and it's just beautiful, like that whole sequence with it, with the, the, actual, the eye happening is genuinely stunning, which is what you um, want because yeah. after you've spent two episodes setting up that it's this incredible thing that happens only X amount of years, uh, um, and all that sort of stuff. So uh, the visual effects department did a really good job. <laughs>
0: Yeah. In it. Yeah. I mean, you know, speaking of the eye, like I would kill to see that on the big screen. Mm. Oh, Because, yeah. like, God, imagine just seeing that. I mean, it would have been amazing. But, but yeah, no, I I love the old arc. It was so fantastic. Um. I mean, I'm just like going over the kind of plot synopsis, but yeah, I mean, I just I just love seeing um. Cassian's interactions with the group and -hmm. how you kind of like get like different um points of view with them different like anxieties that are built into like you know who they are um and just kind of like you know being like really unsure like who is actually good who is actually bad like you know whose side is everyone on like that sort of thing you know it it was was fun it was it was tense um Mm -hmm. and then you know the fucking ending with um Skiing, yeah. I mean, oh my god, yeah, like, I did not see that coming. I got jump scared by the shot, it, it, it was
4: really took me out. I was kind of like, yeah. um, I was expecting I mean, the the betrayal, I was kind of like, okay, this makes sense. It was the shot that really it was like, oh my yeah, god, yeah. Kill this. It so yeah. Yeah.
0: it's
3: just yeah. out of nowhere.
0: So I, I just, yeah, I just love that you know, the like, the you know, the building up of Cassian's character in that regard, um, is very fun, uh, but then also, um nemec's death was heartbreaking ah uh, it was because like you know it's like the moment that they took off, i was like oh fuck and then it happened like the thing you know slammed into him and i was like oh god damn it this is this is exactly yeah. what's gonna happen of course um yeah and yeah it's it's brutal uh because i i mean that's another thing like you know we'll get into it in like the um prison arc but i also love that you know that like sometimes shit like this just happens you know like mm. you know um you know, but sometimes characters just die, like, people just die um, because of things like this. And it's not, you know, a grand, like, you know, bigger-than-life thing. It's just an accident. Um,
3: and it's, it it's you know,
0: it's very real. It's very real. It's very yeah. sad, but...
3: And um, very annoying. <laughs> like, he gets yeah. through the whole thing without getting shot or anything, and then, oh! And then, boom. Oops. Okay. Fantastic. I was so annoyed with that. I was like, you can't do this. Like... Guys. And in the meantime cyril is just eating cereal he is, he's cereal is eating the cereal the eating time yeah, yeah. and I, must be, I i will say this i want to try that cereal because it it looked tasty i was like no. i mean it must it, be good said, right it said, must um, be good
4: the actor who played him said there's something like it tastes like dreams
1: yes <laughs>
3: <laughs> i take it back i don't want <laughs> to
4: try it <that. laughs> oh no it was a really good quote it really made me laugh it was just very funny um <laughs> Yeah, I think one of the things I did write in my little um, word vomit, because uh, to your point about Nemex Manifesto, is I did write that um, it's such an important, it's like it is a pivotal. I said uh, I'll read it out. So like, Mimex Manifesto is such a pivotal counterpoint to all of this. It is he needed to exist to remind us just what the Empire is; else, we might forget. He needed to do. Uh, he needed to die to remind us of the horror. That's what I wrote. Mm. Yeah, because he. Purity in that whole um thing everybody else has doubts or conflicts or apart oh, yeah. from cinta i guess uh but like he's uh but hard he's optimism yeah um yeah. Uh, on, on the whole thing and it, it's not killing him isn't killing optimism it's just reminding us of like the gravity of the on. situation yeah yeah,
0: um, and I also love that, like, I mean, we haven't talked too much about him, but I love that um, Nemec is kind of a reflection of Luthen in a lot of ways, um, of like, maybe what Luthen used to be um, at the beginning, so right? Just, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, of that like, sense of kind
0: it. of optimism um, before, you know, he realized what the sacrifices are and everything, because um, I just, I love the scenes, you know, where Luthen has to put on a mask and has to, you know, go to Mon Mothma, or sorry, he has to um, meet with Mon Mothma and and have to discuss things in broad daylight. Like All that stuff is fantastic. Yeah. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, Just the this, masks that they have to put on.
4: This it's is really the arc cool. where we get properly introduced to Mar- Martha as well, right? If I remember correctly. I think um, so. uh, yes, and yes, yeah. She is fascinating. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Actually, she plays her. As, I, there's such an elegance to her. That I think she pulls off incredibly well. And I think that her arc and everything she has to deal with is, is some of the darkest stuff in the show. Mm-hmm um uh but it kind of a lot of this section of her arc is just sort of setting her up and and all the, the pressures that she's under all the you know the interesting um textual stuff happens a bit later on we can talk about that next do you have you've been very quiet lily do you have any thoughts that you wanted
3: to do? <laughs> <laughs> i'm just the observer today <laughs> no um uh, you, you know i think once again you basically said everything. Um,
4: I... There's, there's some
3: more stuff there's what else is there <laughs> you're trying to find me <laughs> something to talk about <laughs> well we've not uh, I mean
2: we've not spoken about the introduction of the ISB yet either so oh
0: yes go for it Lily
3: <laughs> me <Talk,
0: talk
2: laughs> do you ISB? have thoughts
3: on the ISB <laughs> <laughs> I... I don't know do I have Jocelyn I, I'm not gonna lie uh I didn't write anything down. This is the first time that happens, because I had oh, a class thing yesterday, and I am so tired that I am <laughs> I I have to turn on my brain properly. So that's why I'm mostly just listening. I do have thoughts on on my boy. Uh, I was going to we...
4: say I think if when we if if you've not I mean it doesn't, do you have any thoughts on the ISB that you wanted to talk about, Elliot? As you were the one who brought it up, yeah. but I, I mean,
2: yeah, I'm I, I the ISB is something I've been waiting for. In in live action Star Wars, I have to say. Because they, they feature a little bit in Star Wars Rebels, but not anywhere near the extent that they feature here. And it's always been a part of the Empire that's fascinated me the most. Because they, you know, yes, they they investigate think threats to the Empire, but they also investigate threats within the Empire as well. And um, I'd love to hopefully see some of that in, in season two, because just the idea that you know the empire doesn't trust itself as well and yeah. that it will investigate its members you know and and rightfully so i mean you know it's so it's so large and we have you know we 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 have seen defectors left right and center so it's not it's no surprise but i j- i just what i love most about it is it's it's that political one-upmanship within the empire that I think is so fascinating. And to anyone that has read the the not the original Thrawn trilogy, which is part of Legends. I mean, there's there's kind of three Thrawn trilogies now that Timothy Zahn has written, but it's the middle trilogy. And the first book um shows Thrawn, how Thrawn was found by the Empire, um, and then his rise up to the rank of Grand Admiral through that. Mm. And it's just so fascinating the politicalness of it all. And how, how the other admirals and generals, everything they do to try and, and stop Thrawn rising up the ranks mm-hmm. is it's just brilliant to watch and how he just masterminds them all. And and you just got to see that here, how everyone was trying to bring down this lovely lady here <laughs> and she just masterminded them all. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was just great to watch. I just and I just love I, I, I just I love that. That we're we're, you know, everyone's playing everyone all the time. And who's going to come out on top? Which is, is, you know, when you've got this organization that is so well, it's not even an organization, this this political fascist power. Superpower. superpower <laughs> but then you get to see the infighting and the bickering and the and I'll stop at nothing, nothing to rise above the ranks quicker than you yeah it's it's fascinating
4: she's so interesting to me because she is there is I, I, obviously she's awful but there's mm. also a sense of respect that you kind of have for her because she's so good at her job like she's mm. the only person who really looks at the whole picture and is actually like paying attention so there's almost a sense of like you, you you kind of forget yourself a little bit and, and yeah, go yeah. oh but like if you did this and this then you'd get to this conclusion um yeah. because it's satisfying to the brain to be able to do that but then you're like ah, no wait no don't do that
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh yeah i
0: was for like fully rooting for her for like good like three episodes and i was like oh wait shit <laughs> i shouldn't but, be doing but this
2: the- and this is something that this show does really well because even you know while we're sort of coming out the end of the El do you remember that Imperial officer who was in, in the wall? He was at the top of the wall in that little control room.
1: Mm.
2: And, and he's the one that ends up putting the alert through, getting the alert through that that, that the rebels are in. And I find myself going kind of like rooting for him to, to, to figure it out and, and hit the button. Because in the episode previous, they'd had, because they take the time, they'd taken the time to set his character up as well and to give him some you know well characterization the fact mm. that he was excited to see the eye and and everything and 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 then to, and i think that's what just the show does brilliantly that yeah like finn if you are rooting for dedra even though she's an imperial isb agent supervisor <laughs> you're just like what is going on
4: <laughs> it's a great quote from um genie's goth uh, that where she was talking about it um she was saying at the beginning you kind of root for her because she's a woman in a man's world and by the end you realize that she's just a fascist in a world yeah, of fascists yeah. and it's like <laughs> it's odd i love when actors are smart about the roles at the...
2: <laughs> yeah yeah massively
4: yeah good um, well the we've got the fallout art from Aldani which uh, I think is important to bring up because of two things one of them's a bit superfluous the other one's actually a bit more um you know meaningful and deep. the first one is that uh, the the introduction of the the K robot which actually like honestly got me in the gut I really wasn't expecting it. I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> the face I made when he kind of pulled into the screen, I was like oh my god it's the body the robot I don't know shit about any of this sort of stuff, really. I just was like, hey, he's in Rogue One, and that, that was enough <laughs> for me to be excited. <laughs> um, the second thing is the way that Cassian gets arrested is oh, yeah. very um poignant, uh, and you know, re- reflective of a lot of things that are going on in our society nowadays. I think it really Considering this is a Mexican man being arrested for doing nothing, that yeah. the, the the context is there. <laughs>
2: well, and it, and it, and it echoed what happened to Clem as well. You know, his yeah. sort mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. almost lynching. Do you know it, what I mean? I mean like, it wasn't oh, yeah. lynching for the yeah, which, of real? <laughs> which, which is just like. Again, when people say Star Wars is not political and it just <laughs> literally like no. and a, a, a lot of people, like I've seen that a few people actually had a, an issue with what happened to Clem and I, I mm. can understand it because it is, it's a difficult image. Yeah. It's a really difficult image. And if you, if you ever, you see videos from the actual time in America, like you can't, like I I can't watch them, you know, and I, yeah. and I doubt a lot of people can. Um, and it's probably where bringing in a few more alien races might have helped a little bit yeah. because you can, you can get a little more distance from it but but you're right like you know it, it 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 it's again just tony gilroy perfectly mirroring our world and just saying yeah this happens by the way people yeah this happens
4: <laughs> yeah i just wanted to bring that up because i found that that whole sequence was so like nauseating so to, 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 to watch but then
2: not even just getting arrested getting given six years yeah, for just being years, in the yeah. wrong place
3: yeah <laughs> Sorry, oh, for just be being
2: in the wrong place at the wrong time like yeah, yeah.
3: let's talk about my boy
4: let's go on to <laughs> <five>. this yeah <laughs> i when fucking, i said this is the best in the series i'm not fucking lying <laughs> <laughs> it's so good
2: go on lily you you might as well, well take the lead on this one
3: Yeah, go for it hi uh first of all here's the little did you know uh fact um his name kino is german for cinema yeah yes it is yep Yep. yeah i didn't didn't know (laughs) i I didn't put those two
4: things together i just i was like that is a thing i knew i just didn't really think about it in the context of the character you know what i mean
3: (laughs) i was like oh kino well done (laughs) i like notes like this i'm like okay well done well done (laughs) first of all let me just put it out then uh when I watched the episode, and obviously the whole concept is horrifying that you can get electrocuted uh, on the fucking floor mm. if you do something wrong. It's like, oh, oh my God, when they introduced it, I was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't want this to exist anytime soon, <laughs> anywhere. It's just awful. Uh, mm. And then we go down, obviously, to taking Cassian down, and then he turns around and I was like... <laughs> 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 Yeah, I literally couldn't stop screaming. I was like, "Oh my god, it's Andy Circus!" Ah, obviously, Andy Circus is already part of Star Wars before this, um, mm-hmm. but we don't talk about them too much because it's like, <laughs> uh, I'm so glad he got a second chance to come back, and you know, be actually himself. We know he's the king of mocap and and all that stuff, but like, you like to see his face. He's, he's a great actor and he's he he's so good in this as well. He's so freaking good in this. And I I love that he was the counterpart of, of Cassian uh in yeah. the whole three episodes that then you know he, he was in. Uh I I loved how Cassian realized that he needs to convince uh, Kino to move as well because otherwise it's not gonna work uh, because obviously his whole mindset is so dead set on this thing that if I do this and if I you know finish my thing they're just gonna let me out and I'm gonna be fine so therefore there's no reason for me to to go against the whole thing and then once he starts to realize that hold on that's not what's happening <laughs> it's like I I love the switch like he's still terrified and i think andy just did a fucking amazing job of of showcasing the whole emotional uh, turmoil that he he goes through like uh, when when cassian tells him to to actually talk to the prisoners and and tell them what to do uh the whole struggle at the beginning, like oh oh my god, I don't know if I should do it. like it's it's still there, like I shouldn't go against this because what's gonna happen afterwards, uh if if we are not successful, like you can just see his his toes toll, toes going around and uh and then and then he turns around and he's like, Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. And he gives one of the best I'm gonna say one of the best speeches. Definitely <laughs> one <They're> of them <laughs> the- <laughs> <Of> the- <laughs> but it's it's definitely one of them and and i loved how he just you know pumps himself up more and more as he talks about it and and you know yeah. it's, it's just such a fucking great uh character arc for him and that's why i fucking hate that he says that i can't swim and that's all we know and i'm like <laughs> but yeah
4: but as i mentioned to, to you uh, after we got through that that it is representative of like the whole season because we did the idea is that we just don't get to see what happened to people we don't get to see what happened to cassie and sister i mean we did get to see what happened to but like it's in the similar sort of vein in that it's like the people just either they they likely just don't survive like these things they get picked off and it's 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 um faceless and terrible and there's no like um
3: it's, um, it's still fucking annoying. It, <laughs> it is annoying, that's but that's the better. point. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's the point, but you can always be like... <laughs> "It's like ah, fuck you guys." Uh, I Andy did say, and you know, we we might see Kino again. So I'm like, please. I'm just so hopeful that this my guess, please. Uh, I love the uh, the drawing that you sent, then he's just floating. <laughs> he's just got all the it's, 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 it's fine. It's, it's, it's like, fine. like, oh, yes, fine. please. I, I like that idea so much. I'm just going to uh, handle it as that's the truth. And that's what happened. <laughs> well, the thing
4: uh, is, it, it is ambiguous enough that he could have found a way off. Like, that, that yeah. it, feels, it feels like it I feels, was talking yeah, to yeah. a friend of mine who was like you can't she was like you can't tell me there was no like boats on this entire yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like yeah you know what it does make sense that there might be something that he could have so, yeah, found yeah. in some way shape or form but the the i i just think it's like it was so n- heartbreaking and narratively perfect to watch he didn't give it he doesn't get a chance to try and help him that's the thing he just gets knocked yeah. out yeah, 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 and you yeah, don't yeah. get to see him again and it's like
3: oh oh, 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 oh. oh good uh i i also like these episodes because i think i think this is where we saw uh saw guerrero again in one of the yeah. episodes yes yeah and, and i and i you know i'm just gonna lines. put it out there like forest is my other Big thing, I love for SB Krieger so much. So when yeah, when yeah. he showed up, I was like, ah, oh. his... because we didn't yeah, I... get enough from him. <laughs> like, you know. I honestly think it,
4: one of his lines is one of my favorite because there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of dialogue in this season that I absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. adored. Mm-hmm. But yes. him and and Lucian talking to each other about Antor um Krieger and and the decision to sacrifice him and all that yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, where he's like um, uh, he said let's call it war, and I went fuck yeah, <laughs> <that's> so raw. <laughs> That's another one of the many things of the season where I just, just like, ah <laughs> There's no other way to
3: articulate this. I just want to yell. Yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, the whole, you know, this whole prison arc is just brilliant in my mind, especially because the whole thing of them doing this very monotone uh uh job to put these things together that they don't even know what it is. Uh mm. it's it's just, you know, I think it it builds so much uh just I don't even know how to say it. It's it's uh huh. Anxiety, I guess, in a way. Yeah, it's, no, the it, the, the it, tension that
4: is like packed yeah. into this entire yeah. I, I think it's one of the best. Um I'll I mean, I love every single episode of this arc. Obviously, um, no, I, I was going to say, obviously, the, the last episode's the best, but I was like, no, hang on a second, they're all really good <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> episode 8, I think it haunts me. Like, yeah. I think about him because he doesn't say, there's no there's no dialogue about how he's, like, freaking out. It's just on his face. Like, he's just yeah. fully dissociated with the entire thing. He's just sitting there like, I, I what the fuck? <laughs> And it, and it just plays out on his face. You're just introduced to this place, the horrificness of it all, all the rules, um, the floor, the 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 other guards, and and all this sort of stuff. And it just it, everything plays on him, uh, glassy eyed, yeah. and and like, what what the fuck has just happened? but it shows
2: i mean it must showed like as to how long he's been there as well the fact that andor walks in and he's already figured out this 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 they're not listening they're not listening to us we can talk about whatever we want they don't care we're just here to build this thing for them and that is it we're nothing and 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 Kino's just like yeah just shut up right i'm out in i'm out in 60 days or whatever it is like leave me alone and 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 yeah, and and then as you say, like, yeah, as soon as the, you know, it's probably something Kino's always known, but now that he can't deny it, it's been Mm -hmm. said in front of Andor as well. Everything that Cassian has been saying this whole time, it's now been confirmed by someone else in front of Cassian Mm -hmm. and Kino. Yeah, and and Circus just delivers it. Like, how many guards? And just that little beat, never more than 12 i can't i was like i was like i have to wait a week i have to wait a (laughs) week
3: (laughs) why are you doing
4: this to us i was i was quite fortunate in that when i started watching it episode 10 had come out so i was able to go straight from that into it but i had to sit and bask in that moment because it was so well set up Mm -hmm. so well executed by the end because it's like that these arcs are such beautiful like three act stories basically you've got the first episode which is the setup and then you kind of have the way that things change, and then you have the conclusion by the end, right? Yeah. Um, and having that sort of anxiety-inducing middle episode where he's like, nobody's fucking listening, and you have you get to watch Andy Serkis grapple with the reality of the situation as as his like perfectly ordered world starts to mm. fall apart around him. Mm-hmm. Poor Olaf. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man. Oh, don't don't. Just,
3: That's So like, sad.
2: But then I also what I really love about this arc as well is is um, is is the mirroring to the Thirteenth Amendment as well in America. You know the fact that the Thirteenth Amendment uh, outlaws slavery except if you are if you are detained and put in prison Mm -hmm. and then you get put to work and and the fact that you know once you've been in prison once you've been incarcerated if you make it out the the the, like the percentage of prisoners that go back into prison Mm -hmm. and this just goes and I love that this just goes. Well, you don't even make it out. You, you just go straight back in. Just you just go to another yeah. floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah.
4: that was. The, I think that was that was the huge thing was that it, they. I think it's not that they t- they try not to put you on another floor. It's just that that's what happened in this one, and yes, it got around yeah. enough that they had to kill everybody. And it's like, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Because I'm assuming. Because uh, am I right in remembering that when? Cassian arrives, we see that it's not just that facility, there are other facilities mm. next Yeah, because
4: they 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 sent them off to a, a whole bunch of different places, and he yeah, got sent yeah. to that one because he was yeah. designated that he could do labour, was basically it. Yes, yeah. yes. Of course,
2: yeah. yeah. Whoa, oh, it was just everything about it. My God. And then, yeah, and then just the actual prison escape was just thrilling. Just so thrilling. And I was in tears because I can't lie, like, I'm going to get a little deep right now, but yeah. for a long time i've felt here in the uk we need a french revolution you know we need to just <laughs> <Mood>. <laughs> barricade, barricade the streets around downing street and just sit there and just and 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 i think it just speaks so much truth to power the fact that you know like how many guards are there never more than 12 well great because there's 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 80 of us in this room so that's easy and mm. and it does it just speaks truth to the power that we the people actually have you know that there are more of us. And I've always said that, and it probably goes for a lot of countries, but I'm specifically here in the UK because I know it, that if the working class actually came together and we stopped allowing ourselves to be divided, mm-hmm. we could change everything.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Everything.
4: Well, and I think that's one of the things that the show does really well is that it shows the, especially in those scenes with Saw, where they point out, the consistent infighting when it comes to, um, yeah, it especially, I mean, it, it doesn't call them leftist politics in this, but it is leftist politics basically. Mm. Um, <laughs> nobody can decide on a course of action because some people decide that this thing is too extreme or this thing's not extreme enough, and all this, and then you have everybody yelling at each other, and it's like, that's what they want. <laughs> the whole
2: point, <laughs> yeah. they want that, keeping us in that circle, keeping us in that circle, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, ah, oh, it's just oh. ah. Yeah.
4: It's it's stunningly, it's stunningly good. It's in it. You have been quiet for a while. I want your thoughts. Because um, it, it's not good. No, I mean, look, I... Because um, like the
0: thing we didn't talk about, which I... I mean, we, we kind of have to talk about is Luthan's speech at the end. Yes. Because we definitely have talked about that. But before that, um, I just want to talk about the end of episode nine because mm. that... did that wrecked me. Um, just, like, the whole, like, the kind of, like, combination of... Um, loves death which like again speaking back to the next thing it's just like you know sometimes a per- you know a person mm. just dies of a stroke yeah and there's nothing you can do about it it's just sudden yeah. and it happens and then they're gone and like the fact that we got you know a character getting euthanized on a disney plus show yeah. in you know, <laughs> star wars i was like jesus christ yeah. this is so yeah. fucking intense um but it's like that's what i love about the show it's like they're not afraid to like actually dig into you know something mm-hmm. deeper and something more real um So, all of that was fantastic. And I love that that's the final push that Kino needed to actually, like, you know, snap out of it and go, okay, fine, I'm going to help, you know, this prison break. Um, So, I thought that that whole kind of like chunk of the episode at the end was fantastic. but yeah, Luther's speech.
4: Luther's speech. I mean,
0: speech, man. Cuz like I mean, I love that everybody is just like lashed onto it cuz it's so good. It's probably my favorite speech in the in the entire series. Mm. Cuz it's just
4: like it's just like poetry. Like, it is. Like yeah. I've read on. it so many times and it just reads yeah. so beautifully. Mm. Like even yeah. it, like it, it, Stellan Starsgard like delivers it so incredibly well, but like the writing in it in and of itself is so oh yeah. on point. Um that it, it's just like oh, of course this yeah. is stunning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, just, and his I mean, delivery is like, yeah.
0: Oh yeah. But like the way that like cause, like I knew that the speech was going to go with him saying everything. But the build up to it was so good and then he says mm. it and it's punctuated with the echo and it just gives me chills every time. I'm like the fuck that's so good. Just yeah. the way that he says everything. Um but yeah I, I loved that entire sequence because you never know like you know you don't really know what's going on with yeah. him and, and the um ISB agent and then you finally figure it out and it's like oh shit. Um mm. Just all of that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, Brilliant. Just just S-tier writing. Just so good. (laughs) But this is is it. And like in
2: that delivery, he's like, he's so still that you can tell these thoughts go through his mind 24-7 on repeat. (laughs) It never stops. He know like, you know, I mean, we know that we know that I know that we know that he knows what he sacrificed. Mm. But you know that because he could he could be like trying to find oh I did this and I did this, which is not really great for screen acting, but but it, yeah, he's just he's just point his eyes are just fixed and he's just it's like it's it's there, Lonnie. It's there the whole time, Lonnie. So yeah. you're still my guy, mate. You're still in there. Go yeah. fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I just oh my God. Nobody gets out of this. I need a hero. You need to be it. Yeah. You yeah. don't get a choice in the just... matter.
0: I just love the the depth of the writing to be like you know this is what it actually means to you know sacrifice yeah. everything for a cause like this you know because like you know it you know obviously like the original trilogy still works fantastically and like you know it's nice to see things on the macro scale but it's like zoom in this closely to be like this is what it actually means to start a, a movement like this you know like yeah. you don't get like you know someone like Luther doesn't get to you know be happy essentially and to,
4: you know Wait, make connections yeah, and, it it's yeah. like i really like the fact that if you compare this to the original trilogy it is sort of like yeah normal people don't just get to wave around a magic wand and make everything better <laughs> Um, there's there's a lot of work and sacrifice and we don't just get to do, like we have to try and that's yeah. <laughs> we gotta try we don't just turn up first day on the job and blah something huge because all the <laughs> work's been done for you already <laughs> not discrediting everything that looks Skywalker does <laughs> in, the, the, in the original trilogy it's just there was a lot of stuff that went in before yeah 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 shall we talk about marva's funeral oh oh my god because i i wanted so i love the fact that that episode afterwards is so quiet because i think it it, uh, and it's been pointed out a couple of times online and i love the way that somebody put this it's that death is very quiet and we don't need to see marva dying because it just sort of like everybody else who slipped away in in the show it just she slipped away and she was the um, wow. um but her the effects of her death uh, are the things that i felt throughout the rest of these two episodes i loved watching i spent the entirety of that Nakina up going but but nimic's manifesto is still stuck on <laughs> <laughs> so i was so happy when he went back for it like i was yeah. like i knew he had to but it was a very satisfying moment for me <laughs> it was like oh, thank god good so glad that that's um the case um,
3: and let's put it out there. The fucking robot. I never thought I'm going to cry because the robot oh, is hey. depressed. I was <laughs> like, <"Ee! laughs> what are you doing? And the fact is that they care that he's not okay. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm. mm-hmm. okay, stop it.
1: <laughs> shut <laughs> up. <laughs>
3: okay. You know, I was like, oh, shut up. Mm. I want to, oh my God. Done. I was done. And I, I died. Think this
4: is now the best time to, to uh, give a shout out to Brasso, who I think is probably oh, one God. of the best people in the galaxy. He's king just Shins. wonderful. He That's is a, a king. Guy. He's just so kind. Like he, he shows up for people, even yeah. and if he shows up for B. He shows up for he shows up for Cassian. When yeah. Cassian turns up in that first episode, because he hey, we hung out last night. He's like, right, instantly. <laughs> I love the writing yeah. as well. It's just like he just instantly gets on board. It's like you don't yeah. have to
0: explain it to the audience. It's just like yeah, he just gets it. Yeah, yeah. fantastic.
2: But then also can destroy stormtroopers with a brick. So there's oh, yes, so Satisfaction. Satisfaction. <laughs> <It's> like, yes. <laughs> which is just great. You've
3: been so proud. It's, it's great. It's great. Um, uh, one th- I I will uh, start this with saying that my brother is is you know is, is like. Not really affected by a TV show or or a movie mm. or anything. Like you know, he enjoys it and watches it and and has thoughts on it and whatnot. Mm. And it's like you know, he watched the final episode before I could watch it. So I was like, okay, am I gonna cry? I don't think you're gonna cry. And I was like, that's not a good episode. Then why do cry? <laughs> and I literally, I came home. Uh, I sat down. I put on the last episode, and like I don't know, ten or fifteen minutes in, I was already crying. And I was like, "What are you talking was about?" It, like, okay, like...
4: okay, but like, was it was it the 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 Marvel's final words to for, for Cassian?
3: Yeah, that got
4: me. I, I was I was I mean I didn't like, cry, but I was re- it really moved me. Yeah, especially just the just the sentiment of "I love him more than anything he could ever do mm-hmm. wrong."
2: Yeah. Just, yeah what a line what a line
4: with that kind of juxtaposed not juxtapose, but like alongside her um uh cassian in episode seven being like i'm just gonna worry about you the whole time and she goes that's just yeah. love nothing you can do about that yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like,
3: yeah. how do i deal with him so good uh, yeah so, yeah i was like i don't know what my brother was talking about but i was like <laughs> <laughs> destroy me like the last episode, we destroyed destroy me. <laughs> yes, uh, my god, it's like everything the whole build up, uh, how they let them uh, do the whole uh funeral, but not at the time that they wanted, and then, then they like, started doing t- it, uh, time fuck anyway. it. And, and I was like, yeah. you know, the whole build up of the episode is like, oh my god, yeah. like you just like, <laughs> but can we can we
2: can we even just like talk about that little moment when the two parade bands they met? And then they yeah. just turned, yeah, and I just went. Shows. I was like, Ooh. every so
4: okay. I've watched it once, but I've heard that music twice yeah. in the house when I'm not in the room because my parents have watched it, and then my bro- my younger brother watched it both times, like the, all three times watching it, and those two times where I wasn't watching it, but I just heard the music. Mm. I felt something shift in me. Like, yeah, it is such a moment in, in the, just in the because it, it's like it's such a slow march, and yeah. then quietly and then it the tempo changes and it, yeah. they start moving and it's like <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah and all the imps are just like form up form up <laughs> and it's like they're just marching bro chill they're just marching
4: <laughs> again another thing that's like incredibly um that, that is taken out of real life like that it's, like it's so it's it's not subtle but it's important that it was really not subtle you know
2: yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah, and then, and then when Marvel's speech comes, another oh, fantastic. Oh, that was the moment when I cried, because I was like, yeah, yeah I just want well. to, I was like, I want to fight. I want to fight with y'all. Let's go. Yeah, Let's yeah, go. yeah
3: exactly. <laughs> I was like, goosebumps bombs, everywhere. Everywhere, bombs uh, everywhere. And you were just like, "You,
2: yeah, and you were just waiting, like, what's going to be that that final breaking point? What is, what is going to be? Yeah, yeah was yeah like, and and you just ah, oh, I love
4: that it was I love that it was B getting tossed I love yeah. that because it was it, on the one hand you've got like oh she he's clearly trying to shut up Marvel, but it was it was B specifically getting thrown over
3: Brasso was like nah thrown down <laughs> I and a bit out of context, but uh how long did it take you all to realize who Marvel was like who's the actress? Oh no! I yeah, got sure. that. Oh no! Straight away, yeah, oh, straight yeah. away. Yeah. yeah Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. I, was like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think we were on the third episode or, or fourth, and I was like, oh, she just looks so familiar. Like, why do I know her? <laughs> and I literally I guess... had to go ahead and check, and I was like, oh shit! I yeah. think I've... only because I saw I've
4: she's been in sort of public consciousness for me in terms of she was in Killing Eve that oh, and, yeah. the, and 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 that um that that was the only if I hadn't seen her in anything since like Harry Potter. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I don't think I would have put those two together because I I don't, I don't think I've seen
3: together. her since then so that's why I was like why are you so familiar Plus, she gets to be like have her actual accent which I love so oh just, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah lovely yeah um, oh no, she's is, she's is so she's good. fantastic so freaking good like you yeah. know you know we haven't
4: talked about bix
3: yeah. yeah a little bit of bix who wants to hear what they used as the sound to torture her because i was like absolutely I absolutely like, not <laughs> i was this like you, you know got this...
4: some sick and twisted curiosity don't you <laughs> <I> don't. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: really
3: what like, is oh, well, the screams I of children, children isn't it dying children <laughs> i i was like oh i i don't hear it like <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. here look katie knows this i think you guys know it too there's this trend going on on tiktok like you know uh saying that um uh, the love you are hoping for is is the love truth that you like in movies and, and books. And I was like, oh my God, like the dying other half is my love truth. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, those Thank are the only romantic movies that I like where someone is dying. Like, you know, it's like, uh, so don't be surprised that I am interested to hear what she was here. I know it's twisted. It's the little devil on my back, okay? I'm like fine so it's just me. let's let it go (laughs) let's
4: let's (laughs) let it go i everything that happened to uh bix was um uh horrific awful (laughs) fucking
3: awful
4: and oh god i mean she's so bright at the beginning of the season and by the end she's so like ruined Mm -hmm. and i'm i i can't decide what i want for her in that second season because on the one hand it's been pointed out that the the way that Cassian left them, he might not see them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. And I. <laughs> oh God, no. Um. But it's like I. I don't know what would be the most like narratively satisfying thing for her, because I I understand the she kind of exists to be, as, as like a narrative, um. Thing. I guess um, it, it, she it kind of exists to be something somebody entirely who was close to Cassian who got absolutely ruined by the Empire, mm. and I don't. And in the kind of the empathetic part of me wants her to be able to recover, but the one who the part of me that understands how story works recognizes that her not recovering is just about as powerful.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: Which sucks, but like it, 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 it it's it, it, sits as something very, very important that could um be very resonant within uh, the rest of the storytelling. So I, I really don't know what I want for. I just wanted to point out that um at the I can't remember the, the name of the actress who plays her, but she was stunning throughout the no, entire I thing. I really just really had loved it up as Yeah, is it know. Adria?
2: Adria and Jor, something like that. Yeah, I literally just had it up. I was just looking. Adria
4: Joy, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I just. I want to give a shout out to her because I think she was But amazing. it's
2: it's so with like Bix's what hap- with Bix's arc and what happens to her, and as we've already said about Cassian being taken away, Clem being lynched in the street, like it's it it it's I've I've seen a lot of complaints online about its handling of Andor's handling of minoritized race characters. I did see this, kind yeah. Of yeah, and it and I think it kind of carries on in Vix, uh, and especially in the Aldani arc as well. The first two characters to die were were the two black characters. Yeah. So it's it it kind of has, you know, it it's done it quite a bit. And then you know, when I I was kind of thinking last night, I was like, oh, I wonder if we'll talk about who our favourite character is. And I was like, okay, who are the standout characters? And I kind of sat there and I was like, well, we've got Cassian obviously, mm. but after Cassian, we have Cyril, we have Kino, we have Dedra, we have. Lutheran we have Mon and I was just like oh there's a bit of a pattern forming Mm. with what's going on here but then at the same time I'm like but but what Tony Gilroy has done and and his writing team have done is that they have really really reflected the world that we live in and the way that that a lot of well certainly western fascism anyway because Mm. you know obviously fascism is not just in the in the Europe and the US but um you know, the way that he has kind of mirrored it in this sci-fi world, to have the characters still living and still standing on top compared to the characters that have fallen, it 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 does it, it might it might be a bit too much, but it does sort of sing true as well. And you know, you know, we, we've lost the likes of Skeen and, and Nimek as well. So and 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 Kino has you know, we don't know his fate. So it kind of it's not just it's not all just happening one way. Uh, and and another way the other so it, it it does find a little bit of balance and especially as Cassian is is our main guy on top by the end but i think yeah it's it's just really in, i think what is interesting is is just how it reflects so well the world we're living in and and that the people that are affected more are minoritized race people especially in 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 the UK and the US um, and then along with that, people uh, just just the working class. So, you know, I mean, we don't know. I I can't remember what Kino's backstory is. What he was doing before he was incarcerated. I think
4: the thing is, we don't know. That's other, yeah. one of the most the, the most yeah. beautiful things about that prison arc is like the only conversation we get about what we, what did you do to get in here is is um, I think Melshi asks Cassian. It's like, what did you do? And he goes, I did nothing. He goes, Yeah, there's been a lot of that, and that's yeah, all we get. That's like, it yeah. doesn't matter what all in any of the prisoners did, because even if yeah, they did do yeah. something wrong, that's not the point.
2: Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly, and and yeah. So, it's it, it it. I can understand the 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 trepidation people have had with with the handling of minoritized race characters in here, but at the same time, I'm like, it also does just sing very true. I I, I think. For me personally, I, I believe that the trepidation I felt about it was because of how reflective of real life it is.
1: Yeah.
4: Um,
2: yeah. and 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 then it bleeds into my one negative of could a few more alien races have helped to just distance that a bit.
4: Yeah. I think, I think also we just with the season two, we could just have the other side of that in that we, we yeah. get to a point beyond where it's like we've seen the horror of the empire now. Now we can get see the the, you know
2: beginning of the downfall the
4: beginning yeah. of the proper rebellion in in like because we've got the casting who's decided to end with that final scene where he's like lost everything and yeah. that moment where he's like kill me or take me in That he means that like the, yeah. he has nothing else like he, he, he in that moment he does not know which way that's going to go and it's like oh mm. I feel
0: things <laughs>
4: <laughs> you got any thoughts it's- there
0: uh, definitely. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm totally going to derail things, because the only thing I want to talk about is the fucking serial scene with Musk in episode 11. <laughs> the fucking scene of them talking. Look, I know that we've had a serious discussion, and I respect everything that you guys just said. But also, <laughs> where, where is Antor? No. I'm on, on, on. Where is Antor? The funniest fucking shit. I've seen in Star Wars in a long time. Just these two idiots talking past each other. I I loved it so much. Uh, it's cringe. Uh, anyway,
1: it is cringe. What... That's why it's great <laughs> It's cringe.
0: What makes it so much funnier as Musk well
2: is that up. we we can we can all hear what Musk is saying and understand it, and it's yeah. just like, how are you not getting this, Cyril?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, it was so funny. Because all Cyril wants is to know where Andor is. That's all. That's his entire character. It's just where is Andor, and then
4: yeah. gets yelled at by his mum and then goes like hides in this room and just stares at a little picture of Cassie. Yeah, <laughs> eats cereal,
0: lo- looking like this.
4: Steals money I mean, out of his mum's safe. So funny. This, this is the part where we talk
0: about Cyril because I mean, it, it was it was always going to happen. I mean, come on, we have
4: to talk. I about honestly him. think he's fascinating <laughs> uh, and yeah. it, it plays a really interesting role, and I think. Um, Hmm. again I, don't, I haven't looked up any of his bloody names um the gentleman who plays him is um oh yeah kyle, uh, kyle soller thank you um i i just really think he's got an interesting and and sort of slightly magnetic presence because even though yeah. he's like he's 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 probably cringe he's so pathetic. <laughs> yeah.
2: oh that he's, scene when he shows up outside the building is just it's, brilliant
4: it's also terrifying because there's so it is so funny it's awful it is so terrifying, but at the same time, it's like, my god, you're really like, Ugh. <laughs> and it's that's like you feel for her in that moment because he is he stalked her, and that's crazy yeah, as yeah. hell. Because I mean, he turns out it's like that conversation because I have some literally interrogating you, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then, speaking of him saving her in that last episode, led to one yeah. of the most like honestly like uh, stomach churning in a, the mm. most brilliant way moments uh, uh, of uh, of the episode where she's terrified and he saved oh, yeah. her life and he's so calm about it especially yeah. compared to where he was in episode three when, when Cassian tied him up and was oh, going to yeah. kill him which was that he just like completely <laughs> fell apart like a wet blanket um <laughs> just like it, her like shaking in that sort of like there's two different there's so many different things going on in that scene i think it's fascinating i'm really interested to see where that relationship goes in the next season because it's it's there was an interesting quote i saw from tony gilroy where he's like there's all that stuff of like being terrified and like being kind of scared of him but there's also and this is what he said he said um uh nobody's touched me in a really long time that's what she was thinking yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. it's like, everything about <laughs> it's, that is horrible. very weird. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was,
2: I was, I got tense and anxious with that scene because it, I mean, it really looked like they were about to kiss and I was like, oh yeah, no, be, no, no. <laughs> this it
1: was going to so... be
2: really weird. And it's, I, I'm glad it didn't happen because I was like, it's going to take me out if they do. <laughs> uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I was cringing so hard during yeah, that scene. I was like, ah, uh, I want gone. Like, please let just stop it it's awful.
4: A, a really really interesting post from somebody on tumblr who was talking about how in these authoritative like spaces in these like fascist spaces there are like two types different types of people that are people who actually want to be in control and the people who want to be controlled and there is that's the relationship like that, that's the that's where they exist in this space and it's all really toxic and that's very much the point point. and i think um there is going to be so much to digest and um, chew on, specifically yeah. in in that relationship when we get more of it. Um, yeah, yeah.
3: Alrighty. Uh we <laughs> we went overdrive in ender. <laughs> like,
4: Look, I, when you yeah. said
3: you were like fifty minutes, I was like, that's not going to happen. No, no, no. I was <laughs> like,
2: at least she's an optimist. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I try to be uh oh well it is what it is but uh let's uh finish it off uh with uh, with rating like uh, how would you rate this first season and mm. what are your hopes for season 2 just you know in a in a few uh sentences let's start with init um okay i'm definitely going to give this a solid uh 15 out of 10 <laughs> cuz
0: <'cause laughs> i loved it i mean like i i loved it thought it was incredible um, okay yeah it's it's everything i wanted out of I've wanted out of Star Wars, you know, Disney Star mm-hmm. Wars for like the longest time. Um, and for season two, I guess I just want more depth. I just want, you know, just like, or at least like a consistent amount of depth with the characters and like, you know, intelligent writing, really beautiful shots, just like everything just to be like, you know, more, just like on the same level, just <laughs> fantastic. That's all I want. Okay. Just
3: fair. more. Just more. Yeah. yeah fair. Just give me more. Uh, <laughs> so 15 uh, out of 10. Yes. I guess we can work with (laughs) that.
2: Elliot? Uh, I just have to say, the word more, I will never, in in the context of Star Wars, I will never hear properly again. I will always just picture Kylo Ren in The Last Jedi. More. (laughs) (laughs) More. It's uh, it's just a great scene. Anyway, um, what would I rate it? Yeah, I'm... Kind of unsure. I'm going to do a, an out of five star rating, and I think I'm going to go for a four point seven five. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to go there. <laughs> I mean, I, I think because of Letterbox, I'm used to rating out of five now. So you <laughs> keep trying
4: to get me to do ten out of ten ratings, and I don't like it. But I have to. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no it's difficult no yeah so a 4.75 and i think that the 0.25 is just for uh a few more alien races which as i said would help just kind of us distance some of the real life stuff a bit um as poignant and, and as good as that real life stuff is uh what would i hope for season two i think season two i want to see apparently season two is going to span four years um so yeah, i've been yeah, told and five, no, okay, four, so, five no, no, the whole
4: series yeah. is five years so we've right. got the first oh, year of right, this yeah. first season and right, then there's yeah. four years for the next season
2: great great so um, so I, I, I want to see what I was hoping to have seen in in this was was some of Cassian's spy missions for the rebellion so that we could see a, uh, I wanted to see a darker side of the rebellion so I'm hoping season two will, will do that a bit more because I think that's really interesting to have these morally grey good guys and I mean, I think Andor probably steps over being morally grey a little bit at times. Mm. His his cold blooded, non mercy killings are fantastic. Um, so yes, yeah, so I just yeah just just to see the rebellion come together a bit more. I think we we've done the micro. Let's let's shift into the macro a bit more.
4: Mm. Yeah, yeah makes sense. I uh, think I entirely agree with Elliot and his his rating. But if you really want me to put it into a ten version, I'd call it nine point like nine five (laughs) (laughs) just like the tiniest little margins there are some things that need a little bit of work but like in the way that anything ever needs a bit of work because it's nothing there is no such thing as a perfect piece of media even though i refer to the leftovers as a masterpiece i'm sure there are things that are technically wrong with it um it's still a masterpiece this is also a masterpiece and uh watching this alongside and then going very quickly into watching the bear which Highly recommend, by yep. the way, because yep. Dennis was talking to me about it, and then uh, I couldn't help myself and I watched the whole thing. I don't understand how people don't like get how good TV. Is. Like it, <laughs> it, when it's so, yeah. when it is that good, it is like crack. I'm <laughs> like, uh, I set something off in my brain. I'm like, how is this not the only thing that people think about? It is stunning when everything about it's it's literal magic on the screen, and I think this very much is. Literal magic, and so is the bear. Um, uh, for season two, yeah, I'm, I'm with the guys. I want more, 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 more. Um, <laughs> uh, and I want, I would love to see more of an exploration of, um, how Cassian being taken from his home like affects him in the long run, because I think that's a really interesting and nuanced conversation to have just within the narrative. Um, in that he can. Absolutely, have loved his uh, loved Clem and loved Marva, and, and, and they've they clearly raised him incredibly well and loved him dearly. But they took him from his home and his sister, and like those two things can exist together. And I think if there's any show that's gonna that can play in that space, it's this one. Hmm.
3: So yeah, hmm. and probably just like a bit more Cassian, like it's just a little bit. <laughs> Fair, fair. Uh, I'm gonna be uh, the one that says nine point five, mm-hmm. uh, and because of the thing that I mentioned before, that I need more Cassian. Like that's that's mm-hmm. my only thing. Like uh, I loved all the story arcs, but I needed just yes, as you said, a tiny bit, a more bit more, more. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. a just a little bit, bit. just a little, a little bit. bit more. Um, <laughs> and uh, I agree with everything for season two, but I will also say we gonna need. Uh, the story of how k2 soul is going to come in so true oh, yeah.
2: it will happen i mean it will happen yeah, yeah it yeah. needs to
3: happen and ellen tunic needs to be back otherwise oh, it's not yes. gonna work well, like, so, otherwise <laughs> i'm out i'm like nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's ellen yeah no, we'll,
2: we'll, it, we'll we'll definitely see k2 it yeah,
4: would be I really think. nice to actually be introduced to to everybody i'd love to see more Bodhi. Um, because I remember really him being my favorite when I watched the when I watched Rogue One. And I, I've mentioned this before. I had my issues with Rogue One, which I haven't watched again yet. I'm going to. My friend and punch I it, are it. gonna hang out in a couple of weeks, and she was like, We could watch Rogue One, so I'm putting it off until then, but yes. I'm gonna I am gonna watch it again. Um, to see if my criticisms hold up. I feel like they probably do, but I feel like I might look a bit more favorably on it now as opposed to them and I did um back then. Can I just do like a real quick full circle moment? as we end this because the day i went to see rogue one was that it was it was january 1st 2017 and on that day i had literally the moment we were leaving the, the house i just finished the black mirror episode shut up and dance which is a really horrific episode it's just it's just not fun in any way shape or form but the guy who plays the main character in that episode is none other than the same actor who plays nimic <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and I didn't kind of realize this until afterwards because in my head now I associate him with the end of the fucking world but I was like mm. huh. the weird full circle
3: is <laughs> <laughs> a flat circle that's all okay fair, fair. All right. uh, so that was our end of review uh, with special guests uh, Stinneth and Elliot uh, please mm. check out Elliot's uh, channel uh, they're going to put the link down uh, in the description, who oh. named um, chatter, and uh, check out Tinedh, uh as he tweets a lot about movies a lot of times I, and I TV guess. shows uh, on Twitter. And so definitely his
4: Instagram
3: and his Instagram yeah. and everything. We're gonna put everything Which is in the private, description. Is that uh, <laughs> And and yeah, this was us. Uh, we're gonna be back with uh, Jeffrey Pierce. Uh, and I should read uh, his book. <laughs> <laughs> really it's it's it, it Look, my copy just arrived, so I'm like <laughs> I have it. I just haven't sat down to read it yet. I have it. That's I it. will definitely read it. We're gonna have a lovely chat with him. Uh and uh here's a little secret that's gonna be a very special episode as well. Do you reveal reveal it now or or during that episode? What do you think, Katie? I'm trying to think what the fuck you're talking about, mate. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's gonna be we're gonna tell the guys in secret and then you're gonna find out when Jeffrey's episode comes on. Uh oh, mean, wow. the viewers. Uh but yeah. Uh love you all. Take care. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment of what did you think about Endor. And watch oh, it if you haven't. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> please. It can't well, be watched this entire thing without watching the show, but like yeah, and... yeah, yeah, it's not a good idea. Yeah.
2: We've spoiled okay, everything. You know everything.
0: <laughs> I lost Just... my mind when Baby Yoda showed up. Right? <laughs> 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 and, and my boy so did Iron Man, and so did <sighs> I. Don't know.
3: Guess America. But... Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, this is us. We love you all. Bye. 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 Bye.